Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Lost is here again. Uh, season six. The end is coming. This is almost the end. Uh, we are here at the final season. It's only taken us about the same length of time as this show aired for. <laughs> but we've made it to 2010 now, uh, into the final season uh the 104th episode of this show we've literally got 17 of them left this is the season six premiere la space x part one or as the dumb teenager i was who didn't know anything about american airports thought it was called lax which <laughs> is a whole different whole different episode uh yeah we're we're here we got through season five, we hit the bomb, and now we're into the last stretch. There's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide now. This episode aired on February 2nd, 2010. Uh, and for the first time, I think, in the history of the show, Australia was just one week behind now. So, Woo-hoo. And now we're back to airing at 8.30, and we've moved to a Wednesday. Um, oh. so, Is it on uh, seven or seven, around- mate? Uh, and we've moved to 7-2. Oh, 7-2, right. Okay, in the middle. Yeah. That's all right then. This is a, a flagship show for 7-2. <laughs> uh, so for the first time, we're airing uh, just a week behind. And uh, we went from Thursday nights at 10.30 for season five. And now we're back for season six. Uh, so uh, um, <clears throat> for the finale, we're going to move to channel seven proper so that's look forward to that uh so this is lax part one this aired as a two-parter our last two-parter of the the series uh that's sad maybe isn't the finale a two-parter no no sometimes er erroneously i didn't say that right uh considered a two-parter but that was only for the uh syndication and in doing so they cut scenes from the show so don't you dare ever watch the two-part version of the finale because that is sacrilege okay Uh, sorry all right they cut richard alpert out of it okay so you want to come on here and defend that (laughs) two-part crap uh no this was the last one that was written and made as two parts the finale is kind of a feature length um so yeah, exciting to get into this, and it was written by Lindelof and Hughes, of course, and directed by Jack Bender. Uh, my name is Noah, and I'm sorry that you had to see me like this. 
and my name is Ben, and you're not pulling my leg, are you? <laughs> Boone! Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. Boone. Calm down. <laughs> Lost is back. The hiatus is over, but also Boone is back. How long's it been? We didn't get him at all last season, did we? I don't think we had season four, right? Boone is back, and Claire's not even back. I know. Well, she's back next episode. Well, I mean, true. if you're listening to these uh, um, same day, of course, releasing part two at the same time. But Boone, I'm wearing my Boone shirt. I've got my Boone shirt on. This is great. I, said, I hope that you're wearing the Boone shirt by the time yes. we get back to see And he is. And it's a horrible orange. <laughs> I love it when I sent, I sent a picture to Noah. I got my Boone shirt. Words you have to choose? Orange. Yeah, that's a really horrible shirt. What's wrong but- with orange? What isn't wrong with orange? Nothing. Orange is a great colour. Screw you, you black PlayStation shirt. Ooh, I'm cool. Orange is the new black, which is what we're covering next on the show. (laughs) I've never watched it. Uh, But Boone! Boone's back! Yeah, Boone is back. Uh, Lost is back. Uh, We have to go back to the future uh, and to the afterlife and all over. So, yeah, here we are at season six. It's crazy. I mean, it feels like it's taken us four years because it pretty much has. Um, but I just want to say, I actually really fucking like this episode. Um, I I feel we're going to have a lot of debates over season six um, because I think we talked a little bit last episode about how I don't mind this whole flash sideways situation. And I like I'm a big fan of kind of episodes of tv where they they do like alternate sort of like this is what could have happened or let's look at it from a different perspective i mean on our nip tuck coverage download now um one of my favorite episodes an episode that everybody hates on that show Connor mcnamara uh, 2046 i think it's called um and that was basically like a flash forward into the future with everybody grown up and old and what's going to happen like i love those type of episodes and like the simpsons whenever they do like a simpsons episode when they're all grown up it's just I love those. So I love they this kind be of... one of those episodes for young Sheldon. Well, they should. Maybe it's called the Big Bang Theory. I don't know. Uh, just an idea. But I just, I loved, I remember watching this for the first time going like, wow, this is cool. Like, obviously thinking that like, this is, it's happened. The bomb's gone off and this is the alternate timeline. But I just love it. I love this idea of what would happen had the plane landed. And obviously, technically it's not. But at the same time, it kind of is. And I just really enjoy this episode, and not just for the obvious reason that freaking Boone is back. Like, that is just puts the icing on the cake, but I just really enjoy this episode. And the island stuff, too, is great as well. So I, I like this episode. Yeah, I have issues with season six. Um, but Lost always starts off well with their premieres and their finales. Um, now we're into the period where I pretty much have more or less vivid memories of watching all of these episodes. We went from season one where I've got the vague sort of memories of this episode here and there to the point where now I can almost remember watching each week. Uh, And this is where season five never lost me, but lost. Uh, But this was like every week clinging on to... uh, each episode and knowing the end was near and uh I, th- I think i remember just so desperately wanting it to be over not because i wanted it to finish but i just wanted to know how it was all going to end and this really brought me back to the show and i i agree with your sort of what if thing except for that's not what this is so 
Uh, I agree that the alternate universe is a cool thing. And I remember watching this thing, like jizzing in my pants at the idea <laughs> we're going to see them get off the plane. We're going to actually see them land. And what happens next? That's an exciting prospect, but that's not what happens. Um, I don't hate the sideways as much as most do, but I do, do, do dislike uh, <laughs> season six quite a bit. It's, I, like, I totally get it because I remember watching it for the first time and kind of going like, huh? But like, I mean, this is definitely a, a storyline that really does help when you know what it is. Um, and again, let's bring up Chronologically Lost. This is this is great to watch Chronologically Lost for, like this whole, all of it together. It, it just, it works so well. Um, but yeah, like I, I still, I just am not a down on it as, a, as I should be because I've come to terms with the ending. I, I kind of like what they do with this whole ending situation and kind of, I mean, we're, we're well and truly beyond the fact that Lost is almost a supernatural show now. So it's kind of like it sort of makes sense. Um, and as dumb as that might sound, I, I just like it. I just, I weirdly like it. And I kind of like the fact that we get a lot of our favourites back. Uh, um, Boone. Uh, yeah. Also, 40 episodes since we've had Boone. He actually hasn't been in it since Expose back in season three. So we've missed out on him for two freaking seasons. So That's there why this show but a Exactly, exactly. Um, but I just kind of like sort of seeing it. And like, I guess it's also one of these shows where, like, as you said, like when you're watching it live, it's kind of a cool experience. And even knowing what it is, I'm almost taken back to watching it live. So I kind of am just getting excited for this alternate time. And I, and I, I weirdly still almost picture this as like what would have happened had they landed. Like, even though it's not, I still would think like, this is probably what would have happened if they had landed and nothing happened. So, you know, why can't we see it like this? So, you know, in, in a weird way, I accept it that this is what would have happened. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get into it a lot during this season. Um, but, yeah, I, it's, the what-ifs can be fun. Uh, some of them are better than the others, but this it works in the first episode, that's for sure. Um so yes, 17 episodes left with these characters, but fear not because we've only got 17 weeks of Matthew Fox's filmography is finished, but he's coming back for Last Light, so this will tide us over. And uh, can you also point out what you found today of recording this? It can tie us oh, over yeah. for the next 17 episodes. We've got 45 famous Matthew Fox quotes to last us the next 17 weeks. Speaking <laughs> of... Uh, speaking of... Uh, tying it over with our Matthew Fox content. I've been on the last light news watch every day. I'm I'm <laughs> hanging on for any news. There hasn't been any news in about a month. Uh, so just like Matthew Fox has disappeared, he's also disappeared from his own news. Except for the <laughs> fact that for the first time I saw he was an executive producer for Ooh, last light. Good on you, Matthew. So, Going up uh, in the world. In, in searching for uh, Last Light News today, I found an article posted today at the time of recording uh, from WealthyGorilla.com is 45 amazing Matthew Fox quotes. Uh, <laughs> we have a nice picture of, cartoon picture of Matthew Fox looking a little sad. Uh, yeah, the Wealthy Gorilla, 45 Matthew Fox quotes, and maybe we can make our way through some of the quotes during these episodes but just starting with number one this is uh matthew fox can you believe <clears throat> the only way to learn compassion is through your heart you have to back up and pass through your own pain 
That sounds like Matthew Fox. Now, I think we've established that um, the, the author of this article, Zazilia Alsa, uh, a young Indonesian girl, looks like she, she's, she's got a good career ahead of her in journalism. She does her research very well. Um, I'm sure she's been given the task of Googling Matthew Fox quotes. And we've also discovered that there is actually another semi-famous Matthew Fox, a priest, uh, a priest and author, uh, who I'm assuming that a lot of these quotes are probably from him. Uh, so, but hey, if they're actually from the Matthew Fox, uh, good on him. But I'm actually really happy for you that you're on Matthew Fox Newswatch. Like, I mean, you don't do this for Evangeline <laughs> Lilly or, you know, Dominic Monaghan, do you? Like, you're not sitting around going, oh, Emily Draven News, what's happening with her today? Like, you're Googling Matthew Fox News every day. Look at you. Our hero, yeah, you're is, on board. This is a big, uh, this is like a big thing. Matthew Fox is coming back. So. You just want to see what oh, he looks oh. like. That's totally what you want to see. You just want to see uh, what he looks like. I, I want to see if he got fat. That's all I want to know. <laughs> What if he got skinny uh, like that boxing movie you did? Uh, uh, most of these quotes we're going to say, we'll read through them uh, through the episodes, but probably not the Matthew Fox, but this one definitely is Matthew Fox. Uh, number two, a lot of the time I hate acting. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like Matthew Fox to me. Unless I hate him. also an amateur actor. <laughs> Yes. Sorry, I thought you were reading the whole thing. Um, that was awkward. Um, I hate podcasting. Uh, <laughs> it has a lot to do with the way I was brought up in the world. We're showing your emotions. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I said to you, off I'd love this girl's job. Like, what's like an editor gone to her? Okay, today you need to find 45. Like, why 45? Why not 20? Why not 30? 45 is a very unique number. That's <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm looking. Stop threats. Uh, Z's done it again. Oh, yeah. Uh, 50 famous Evangeline Lilly quotes and oh, saying. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, She's a lost Definitely not Evangeline Lilly in the picture. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that Hillary Duff quotes as well. Look at her go. Number three, I never developed hard cartilage in my ears because I played with them <laughs> since I was a baby. I can fold my ear entirely inside out and put the whole thing inside itself. <laughs> oh, oh, she's wow. done Noah Wiley quotes. Oh, look at this. She's done some good people. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I want to find this picture of Evangeline Lilly. How bad it's is definitely it? definitely not Evangeline oh, Lilly. Oh, there it is. Come that is not Evangeline Lilly. That's Come like... Is that Caitlyn Jenner? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's really, she's like diversifying her, her people here from Sidney Crosby through to Apollo Ono through to Armin Van Buren uh, to Don Cheadle. Um, that is not Harry Shearer. <laughs> wow. Is there anyone that Ziggy won't do? Oh, God. Um, she's got a lot of people on here. Clive Owen. Oh, here we go. 50 deep and inspiring rainy day quotes. The best 100 quotes about death. Oh, uh, she's I, used the same picture for Elizabeth Hurley that she's used for Evangeline Lilly. <laughs> <laughs> she also wrote 50 powerful miscarriage quotes. <laughs> Did somebody Google that? <laughs> I've had a miscarriage. Better find a quote for it. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe we have to get Z on the show. Um, Wealthygorilla.com. Yeah, we'll, hmm. 
whenever you whenever there's a lull in the show we'll come back with some famous matthew fox amazing quotes um so that's yeah. all from matthew fox watch uh not matthew fox's watch that would be weird I, I, um, i'd give it a go i hate watches i always third, hate watches. third watch sequel matthew fox watch uh, so let's get into season six of Lost. So this will just be part one, and then we'll move into uh, part two, as you logically would do. Uh, so I guess Thanks now we start with <laughs> the flash sideways. Uh, we've been back. We have to go back. We have to go forward. Now we're a jump to the left, uh, step to the right. We're going sideways. Um I remember watching this first scene and being like, oh, holy crap, what is going to happen in this season? Um, now, do you think, I was thinking, because this is a two-part episode, would it have been too bold for them to have made the entire first episode the flash sideways? So for the whole 42 minutes, you're in a flash side, and then the entire second half on the, would that be too bold of them to do? Would they lose I the don't, I don't think so. I think it'd be cool. Like you'd be like, you'd totally be like, Oh my God, it worked. Uh, yeah. and then like, and then I think that actually be, that'd be a clever idea. And then literally have the second episode of like Kate in the tree. Um, yeah. so yeah, no, I think that would work better. I actually, I, I think that would be a massive like, cop tease. I think that'd be clever. Uh, did you say a Matthew Fox cock tease? Yeah, ooh, that would be, um, <laughs> I'd buy the book. <laughs> Every page, picture of Matthew Fox going, ooh. <laughs> but, but is it the, the actor or the priest? <laughs> Both. It's every Matthew Fox on the planet. Like you think you're just getting TVs, Matthew Fox, but there's the priest, yeah. there's a baseball player, there's a soccer player. That like, is the Matthew Fox cock tease. You buy it because you think it's going to be like a sexy calendar of the <laughs> the actor, but it's just all, all these pictures of priests and football players. Wasn't he like in Who magazine's like top 100 sexiest men of the year or something like that? Or priest? He? Yeah, yeah, exactly the priest. Um, I don't oh, know. He's sexy. He's pretty good looking, you know. He's not as sexy as Boone on that orange T-shirt that you're wearing. Oh, I know, right? Or Boone in this episode, be still my beating heart. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we start and we're on the plane, uh, like we were in way back in pilot part one with Jack, um, our hero. Doesn't have his short buzz cut, which that. That's one thing that kind of bothers me about the sideways, even though it's an afterlife, so it doesn't matter. But I wish they tried their best to get kind of the haircuts consistent because they try with Sawyer, mm. uh, but they don't try with Charlie and they don't try with Jack. And I mean, we've seen Jack with fake weeks, so maybe it's for the best. <laughs> uh, but not only is Boone back, TV's Kimberly Joseph is back. I know. I was going to say. I completely <laughs> forgot that. She's looking good. And she, she's not only in the flash sideways, she's back on the island. Or is that next week? Or next episode? But whatever. She's back. It's all about TV's Kimberly Joseph. This whole season, they lost the reunion, uh, which we will get into, but it's a clever way of bringing back all our favourites. Um, but. We're like, hang on, haven't we seen this before? Because this is where Jack's saying, oh, this drink's not very strong. Uh, so then she gives him the little sneaky second bottle. Good chemistry uh, between these two. Did we ever talk about that back in the pilot? Like, I could see these two banging each other. 
Yeah, I mean, but the problem is when they're doing it, Saeed's just going to kick the door down. So <laughs> yeah. uh, even in the flash sideways, Saeed's a zombie. I can get yeah. into the door. <laughs> uh, this is now where oh, so we're thinking oh, are we just back to watching the beginning again? Uh, and the the plane is shaking. And there's turbulence. And then, oh, Rose is back. We love our Rose across uh, the aisle. Just as it happens, she talks about, oh, my husband said planes are meant to be in the air. Uh, and, oh, our hero Jack's looking a bit worried. Uh, and the plane's shaking. They're going to crash again. And then calm. And they didn't crash. Uh, Plot twist. The end. Last. <laughs> uh, could have ended like that. Um, and then, oh, Bernie's back, and he comes back, and he wasn't in the tail section. Uh, he's here, and uh, he says to Rose, "Remind me to hold it in next time." Uh, <laughs> and uh, she's saying, oh, "I missed you," but which weird thing to say to. Uh, I mean, you. You've had a couple of fiancés, a few girlfriends. Have you ever told them you missed them when they went to the toilet? Depends on how long they've been on the toilet. Like, I mean, you know, like, oh, look, I think it's sweet. I think it's cute when you're in the nice phase of love and they go Dude, away for three seconds. <laughs> Clearly you've never had a girlfriend if you're saying this sort of stuff, no? When, you, when you're that in love and you go around the corner to, like, pick up a donkey and you come back around the corner and then you know oh, i missed you like it's it's sweet i was gonna say i missed you when you went to the toilet but never mind fuck you well i've been waiting that's why i'm always <laughs> too scared to come back crying oh poor noah i think it's sweet leave him alone sweet if maybe you're on a date or something airport well, not the first date that's creepy <laughs> I missed you. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm just going to the toilet. Come back. I missed you. I've That's met you I've for 10 minutes. Like. <laughs> no, oh. but airplane toilets are the grossest, like, horrible <laughs> things in the world. You're not missing anyone in an airport, airplane oh, toilet. I think it's the other way around. I think he is missing you. If I'm in that toilet going, oh, my God, I'm going to die in here. I need to go see him. And then sweet because, like, he dies in the crowd. Well, he doesn't die, but, like. Yeah, we have also established, like, when the, the other half of the plane crashes, a burner's in the toilet. Like, has he, like, got his pants around his ankles when he's on the island, like, with a turd hanging out of his butt? <laughs> oh, I'm always worried God. whenever I go to the toilet on a plane, I'm thinking, this will be the moment that it crashes. Like, I'm on the toilet when it crashes. Like, that's what's going to happen. I've always tried my darnest. I have a, I have a, a rule. Here we go. Top 50 Noah Grove, <laughs> wonderful Noah Groves quotes. Don't poo on a plane, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, just walking past a plane at the airport and just pull your pants up and turn on the wing. <laughs> but sometimes, uh, sometimes you just have to, and it always worries me. It's always like, okay, how long can I? And your knees are banging on the door, and then you've got Naveen Andrews waiting outside. It's just awful. I, I, That's I, one I, thing I don't miss about all this COVID stuff is pulling the plane. I'm definitely with you, but like when you're on a 14-hour flight and you've slept, like I have a bit of a ritual. I get up, I do a morning poo. So like I, I sort of wake up 
morning. Well, usually it's between the hours of midnight and midday. That's morning. Yeah, it could be it's morning somewhere. Yeah, well, I, I turn when I wake up. It's my wake up poo. Whatever. Um, <laughs> change my nappy. But like, if I'm on a plane and I wake up, like my body's got up. Oh, morning time. It's poo poo, and like I can't hold it in. I've got like eight more hours till I land in LA. I'm not holding it in. Prairie dog in it. I'm impressed that you can sleep on a plane. So. You can't. Um, no. Wow. Never slept on a plane. I'm like a baby. Like as soon as I get on an oh. hour flight from Hobart to Melbourne, and my body's like, "Up, oh, plane time, sleepy sleep." What does that mean when you wake up on your hour flight? You need to do a poo then. <laughs> well, luckily I've landed at Tullamarine, and I could just go. I've actually, I, I'm like the one thing I don't like doing. I don't like pooing in public toilets in general. Like if I can hold it, I'll oh, wait till I, I get home. That. No, I like, I, it's uh, just to me, like to me, it's because you think about it. Women sit down all the time, right? So, like, if they've got to poo at the same time, whatever, they're there anyway. They may as well. Whereas a guy, we don't sit down unless we have to. And I'm not sitting down on that with like old scummy Joe's being next door with his skid marks on the seat. Didn't we you talk know, about toilets last time? <laughs> That's what this show is default into <laughs> toilet humor, not even humor. You know, what got me through my fear of public toilets is starting a full-time job because if I'm getting paid to poo, then I'm I'm there. Like, If I'm at home, I hold it in until I'm at work. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make I, money off this When I worked at the, uh, the uh, call center, one of my very first full-time jobs, it was my very first full-time job, um, because it was all very strict, right? Like, you know, you can only have a break. You had to clock in, clock out, and you had to have your lunch at this time, blah, blah, blah. Like, very strict. I, like worked the rules around it because I'm like, well, they can't stop me from going to the toilet. So I'm like, oh, I better go do my 307 shit. <laughs> Lock out of 307, five and then come back and sit down. It's like, I hate this job. <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell you when I'm at work, I've got great bowel movements. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Coming all day. Uh, wow, this show's really gone downhill. <laughs> it's really gone to shit. <laughs> Wow. There were there wasn't even any jokes. We were just talking about the toilet for five minutes. I miss the days when we were racist, not now that we're just talking about poos. Toilets. Uh, but oh. I will say, if I ever came back from pooing on an airplane toilet and they told me that they missed me, I'd say, what is wrong with you? Okay, I'm remembering that. Shall I ever catch a plane with you and you go to the bathroom? I'm, I'm locking it oh, in you right now. You won't be asleep. It won't matter. <laughs> no, I'm going to wake up. I miss you. This this is pretty cool. The fact that it goes through the turbulent and then they don't crash like that's pretty cool. Uh, so now we're all thinking, watching this, like, what the hell is going on? Uh, so this when Jack goes up to go to the toilet. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a loser! <laughs> and much bigger than a actual toilet would be on a plane. Um, you but, could have sex ooh, in that plane. Uh, mysterious cut on his neck. Uh, so put that in the questions. Uh, at the moment, it seems like a bit like, huh, what, what's going on here? But it all comes around by the finale. Uh, and this is where uh, he goes back to his seat. And who's on the plane? It's Desmond. Kimberly. Oh, right. Sorry, Desmond. Like, why is Desmond here? Uh, yeah, he's not meant to be on the plane. This is a bit weird. Yeah, so this is the first sign of like, oh, this is not an exact alternate universe. Uh, and then Jack's saying, oh, haven't I met you before? 
Uh, and this she really because uh, of the stadium thing. So that's where I'm thinking. Yeah, but this is also the afterlife. So shut up, Noah. Make me believe it's this. <laughs> uh, but this we're, we'll talk about this a lot throughout this season. But this really lends a new perspective on the sea when another life brother mm-hmm. kind of thing that Desmond always Good says point. is who would have ever thought. Yeah. Uh, and then Desmond said, oh, can I sit next to you? Because there's a guy <laughs> snoring over there. Uh, Mr. Echo. And he said, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we missed Echo here. Uh, and then, oh, okay, no problem. And then we're looking out the plane and then, ooh, big zoom down. And then we have the most 2000s graphics of uh- all time. <laughs> <laughs> It's the island underwater. We've got the barracks. We've got the fence. We've got the Dharma shark. And we end on the four-toed statue, and it's underwater. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah, these graphics um, make the surfing scene in Die Another Day look real. Um, <laughs> they're pretty bad. <laughs> um, but I've got a question. I don't get it. Like, we're meant to believe that this is underwater, but, like, it's the afterlife. So why is the island underwater in the afterlife? Well, I guess anything can happen in the afterlife. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been in the afterlife. Maybe, I mean, this, maybe this is my afterlife. God, what a but fucking a shit afterlife weird. that is. That's that's well, the one I mean, thing. That, some you, of these you, people have pretty bad afterlife. You, you can't go off at me for liking this afterlife storyline and everything if this thing doesn't make any sense. Um... I do. I, the one thing I do like, though, besides like the you know Microsoft DOS graphics, um, I do kind of like the way they sort of look out the window and they zoom through the clouds and they go down through the water and like the music. Like it's, it's a cool idea. That's just maybe they didn't spend. They spent all the money on the pilot and they've just been hemorrhaging money ever since. So they can't afford good graphics. Mean, it's two thousand and ten, right? Like Avatar was released a year before. Uh, I mean, it's not like special effects sucked in that part of life. So, I mean, you know, didn't Game of Thrones start about this time? Like, come on. But I I like it. It's kind of busy. But, like, Desmond, I just, is it mildly flirting Jack? Uh, When he's kind of like, you know. With those two. What does he say? Like, do I know? Oh, I don't think so. Um, what is what does Desmond say? Something like, "Oh, I'll chat to you again," or "Unless we've already met," or something like that. He has that like throwaway line or something like that, or "Nice to meet you again," or whatever it is. Like, I kind yeah, of like that little line that he has. That little smile from our hero—the first we've seen in about three seasons. Yeah, Jack's happy. Jack's happy to be on <laughs> the plane. You know? Yeah, exactly. Diddy's did. Uh, so. Uh, we'll, we'll move through like the rest of the sideways that takes place all on the the plane, and we've got a return from uh, the marshal. He's everyone's back this week. Uh, that's fun to see him back. Um, this way, Kate's coming out of the toilet, uh, and what is it? Jack apologising takes his pen. I don't Mildly remember flirting. that. Uh, yeah, uh, so it's like, oh, Jack and Kate seeing each other. Uh, and then uh, Dick Marshall, Dick of the Week, goes to Edward Mars. You can't have a fork and knife to eat your lasagna. Uh, I was thinking, mm, yum, I want some oh, wait, lasagna. So actually, Kate takes his pen. I never noticed that before. Clearly, she's got a pen later on. Duh, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Old dummy Benny. 
Hey, there we go. <laughs> Do you think that's actually like meant to be a reference though? Like when Jack later no. on is going like, oh, I need a pen, like that's meant to be a reference to that? No. <laughs> well, it is. Shut up. I'm saying it is. I'm wearing the T-shirt. How is, uh, it, how well, is he? she meant to eat the lasagna? Yeah. Okay. Uh, chips, fine. Uh, even a steak. Lasagna. <laughs> Pick it up with ants. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we miss seeing that. Like, maybe Evangeline Lily refused to do that. Like, this is not yeah. in my contract. I'm not wearing. Uh, I'm not wearing a knife and fork. But yeah, I was thinking, I want some lasagna. Um, um, but, quiche. Yeah, quiche lasagna. lasagna the quiche. Oh, don't tell Colin, but lasagna. I think. I um I don't think I've had las I don't because you can sort of do keto lasagna but it's obviously not the same so I can't remember the last time I had lasagna lasagna oh. probably like three years two years wow oh god I'd rather quiche no don't be silly yeah. I, I love I love lasagna don't get me wrong but there's different types of pasta I'd rather than quiche you pasta could eat bake. quiche if you had pasta bake mm. chicken oh, pasta, pasta bake good that's like the whitest thing you've ever said. Hey, I've said lots of white things. Shut up. I'm sorry. Are you diminishing the fact that I'm white? I'm not allowed to say white things. Pasta bake better than lasagna is like you saying steaks should be had well done. What do you mean? I, I would have food. a creamy carbonara chicken pasta oh. bake any day of the week over lasagna. Fuck oh, off. <laughs> <laughs> Peasant food, and I like pasta bake. I would have quiche over lasagna. Quiche is great. Crusty yeah, quiche. Mm. At least quiche is a little sophisticated. Pasta bake. Quiche isn't sophisticated. Quiche is a bit gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> quiche is gay. Well, real men don't eat quiche is the name of the book. What, are you saying gay people are real? I don't know, are they? I've never met one. <laughs> oh, I've met one. I slept with one. I just never met one. Oh, my God. This show has really gone to shit. Yeah. This is our worst episode. This is our flash sideways. <laughs> this is the alternate universe if the Oz Network was bad. <laughs> it's usually good. Well, uh, but, I mean, she has a, a point. Like, what is she going to do? Stab him? Um, uh then we have Sawyer coming past. It says here, Sawyer shares a meaningful look with Kate. Mildly flirty. Uh, uh, and Sawyer, Sawyer's back with his haircut, but no one else seems to be. Um, yeah, Hurley's got like a short bob cut almost, doesn't he? I love this. We got Arts back, everyone's Yay. back. I love this. Arts making Hurley do the Mr. Cluck's uh, commercial. That's, that's a great <laughs> little scene. Come on, just say it, just say it. Uh, and then he's like, well, why did you buy a Mr. Clucks? Well, I like chicken and I won the lottery. <laughs> so for a moment we're thinking, oh, nothing is different with Hurley. Like, this is fine. Uh, and then this is a bit forced, but whatever. Is Sawyer coming like, hey, freckles, you better not uh, <laughs> talk about your lottery with strangers because that's bad luck. And then this is where Hurley responds saying, well, I won't have any bad luck because I'm the luckiest man alive. Do, do, do. So this, other than the island, this is kind of the first hint that 
this isn't a, a direct alternate universe. This is something different is happening. This isn't just mm. all the same characters. Uh, so we know something's gone off. Uh, and we have a little bit of Sun and June, but eh, they, they get a bit shafted on the plane sequence. It, it feels it like I get it. This is how they started. But, like, it still kind of feels a bit awkward and a bit uncomfortable seeing them like this again, doesn't it? <laughs> like, I kind of like it in the next episode when they're, like, in the airport and we've kind of got, like, gin, you know, like, no English and, like, just kind of being back to, like, almost dick gin. But, like, I don't know, it just feels a little bit weird seeing them like this. Like, button your sweater. And here we go. <gasps> yes! <laughs> Coming goes on the plane, reading his little safety oh. thing. And who turns over to him saying it's Frogut. no use if the plane goes down? Yeah, with Frogut in the middle there. Uh, Boone is back on Lost. Looking as dashing and handsome oh. and cool as ever. He's looking good. Uh, He's wearing almost like an orangey style jacket. I'm kind of matching him in a way. Oh, God. Can you imagine if you were wearing that on top of the shirt that you're wearing? Hey, I, anything to look like him. But uh, can I just say, I actually legitimately, in all seriousness, years before the Boone love became a huge thing, I've always liked Boone, but I legitimately remember watching this episode getting excited. I was like, oh, my God, it's Boone! <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, a, it's a weird conversation because, well, firstly, Shannon, she's not coming. Yep. She's uh, back couldn't with get a Shannon. Dummy boy, whatever his name was. Yeah, in hot demand, Maggie Grace. She couldn't come back. Uh, this is where they should have just got, like, Adewale to be, like, <laughs> I couldn't a, get her, but I found this guy. Put a wig on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you were saying, he's like, wearing a blonde wig. God, I'm Shannon. Hello, I am Shannon. <laughs> Hello, Boone, get off me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... He, he was off in Australia <laughs> off to get his sister, but she didn't want to come back. So I bought Boone's on his own. Uh, and then this is where we find out Locke actually did go on his walkabout. Uh, Ten does, days. does he? I, I honestly thought he's just making this up. I thought he was just. I mean, know. I guess we never know for sure. But I always just assumed that, like, he's just like, yeah. I totally do. Like, he's not going to be like, oh, boo-hoo, I didn't get to go on because I'm in a wheelchair. Like, I always just assume this is his way of, like, pretending he did because nobody can I, see that he's in a wheelchair, right? I took it as him going in his wheelchair. Maybe that guy wasn't a dick. I Actually, the thing I really like yeah. about this, though, is I, I love, like, the back and forth. Like, I, I love the fact when he's, like, you know, literally the whole, like, you're not pulling my leg, are you? Like, oh, I'm going to remove my leg, you know, basically. And I love the whole bit, like, oh, if this plane goes down, I'm sticking with you. Um, he's saying, like, oh, I wouldn't survive two days. And Locke's, like, encouraging Gummy Joe. Well, I don't know about that. But he doesn't survive more than barely two days. So it's still such a weird conversation. But I, I just, I kind of liked like the parallels and like the, like just the weird things that kind of go on about it because like, I mean, the death of Boone was because of Locke. And so like, you've got these two just like having a conversation. So it's kind of just like in this alternate universe that he doesn't kill Boone, you bastard Locke. Um, that, you know, they're just kind of chilling and having a chat and, I just like I'm not even like you probably just think I'm just inflating this because I'm wearing the Boone shirt and I love him. My boy's back, but like Ian Summerhold is actually really good here. It's just really like natural. It just feels like a 
just as like a natural conversation on a plane that you would have. Like you would just be like, yeah, yeah, cool, sweet, wicked, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like it's just, it's so natural. And, and uh, Terry O'Quinn's, O'Quinn's great as well. And Frogan, that's sleeping. Very realistic. <laughs> but um, I love it. Like it's, it's seriously like everything I want in this episode is right here. It's Boone back. He's having a chat with Locke. They've got some nice little punny bits about what really happened on the island. And it's just, it's great. Yeah, it it is like a nice callback to season one, uh, the glory days. But you mentioned that guy not being a, a dick. I want to see all the different flashbacks, uh, but the alternate character versions of it. So he, he's saying, oh, you can go on the walkabout, Mr. Locke, and do tell me what I can do. And like, <laughs> I want the alternate versions of everything. We've held the uh, bus for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not holding up the bus at all, Mr. Locke. <laughs> I'm everything. I'll just pop into fish and fry and get you some food on the way through. <laughs> right, let's go, Mr. Locke. <laughs> oh, tell me what I can do. <laughs> You can go on a walkabout. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's, it's cute. Like, if this plane goes down, I'm sticking with you. But that was his mistake in the first place. So even in death, Boone has learned nothing. But let's be <laughs> honest, as we know with Boone, hence I'm wearing the T-shirt, he's just Mr. Enthusiastic. Like, oh, you went on a walkabout. You're cool. Well, these plane crashes, I'm going with you. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll go with you. <laughs> When, when they call for the doctor, why doesn't he come up yeah. and say, I'm a lifeguard. I'm a lifeguard. Does anyone have a pen, Kate? <laughs> the, the, bit with, with the bit when Jack is literally saying, like, oh, I need a pen. I just wanted Boo to come around the corner and go, I've got one. <laughs> this is where, you know, the afterlife is all about redeeming yourself. Where was Joanna in this afterlife? <laughs> and where's the sideways where Boo finally saves her? Well, we don't get to see Boone again, do we, to the very last episode. So, sadly, in Summerholder, was was he on Vampire Diaries at this point? Was that a thing in Maybe 2010? Maybe around when it started, I think. He was in hot demand. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, I mean, God, he's... Honestly, he must if we be would... third vampire show by now. Well, I was going to say, if, I, think we did this, I think we did this one time before, but, like, if you legitimately went through all of the social media accounts of all of the lost actors, I think Ian Summerholder by far wins the the Instagram count. Um, so, I, I mean, Evangeline Lily might be up there. But, um, yeah, I mean, because I think he's also, you know, I think the Vampire Diaries got him a lot more famous because all the teen girls love him and teen boys like Ben. And um, who's he married to? Isn't he, uh, what's her name? The really famous, like, they're, they're a big couple, whoever they are. <laughs> Come on, no, you're, you're checking out your Matthew Fox uh, <laughs> news, which Ian Summerholder news. Well, there is here 35 inspirational Ian Summerholder quotes. Oh, there you uh, go. Uh, a thought for today, people will change and forget to tell each other Ian Summerholder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nikki Reed, I think she was the one on Vampire Diaries, wasn't she? So he has 21.8 million followers. Now, you tell me that there isn't another lost actor that would even come close to that. I'm thinking Evangeline Lilly's probably got more than a million, but outside of that, no one else would have that many. So all we need is Ian Summerholder to give us one shout-out. Yeah. And we'll have 28 million listeners. That's all it takes. Um, you keep talking. I'm going to fire. Evangeline Lilly has 2.1 million. Boone has 10 times the followers as Kate. 
There you go. That's why we love Boone. No Nikki and Paolo in the afterlife. Oh, what a shame that is. Uh, so we should move on. But Josh Holloway only uh, got 384000 Come on, Josh Holloway. It's it's great to see that uh, Boone is back. Uh, but yes. we need to pause on Boone for a little bit and he'll be back again, though. Well, um, last episode. Well, that counts. Uh, but this is where TV's Kimberly Joseph makes the announcement. Is there a doctor on board? Does this actually happen? Um... I was on a ferry from Vancouver Island to Vancouver and they did put a call over the speaker saying, um, if there's a doctor on board, please make yourself known. Um, and there was like something happening somewhere. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) We saw an ambulance waiting when we docked in Vancouver. Um, but, uh, I've never been on a plane and have it happen. So I've never had anything fun or juicy happen on a plane. Well, wait till your next I'm flight. You're going to die. Well, that would <laughs> I, be interesting. I got stuck on a tarmac. Like, um, it was there was a tiger flight. Good old tiger. They don't exist anymore. But for some reason, like, we taxied out onto the runway and then they're all like, oh, we've got some problems with the paperwork. And we literally were set, sitting on the, the tarmac for two hours uh, without moving. They would They couldn't go back and, like, go back to the... Um, the airport. They wouldn't give us any food or water. It made the Herald Sun the next day. Um, and I got my money back for the flight, for both my flights, even the one that I flew up to Melbourne. I'm like, sweet. Um, and one of the flights in America, we started like taxiing off onto the runway and there was this really like weird smell. And like, I just like, it just all of a sudden started coming in the cabin and then the pilot's like, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we can smell that. We are turning back to the terminal now. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. Good. What? I'm glad to catch this flight. <laughs> An hour later, we got back on the same plane. I'm like, have you fixed the problem? <laughs> it was Bernard. Uh, <laughs> and dodgy curry. Just quickly, Maggie Grace only has 378,000 and she's got short hair now. Put a wig on it, Maggie. Come on. Oh, it's good with the short hair. I don't agree. It's better than Evangeline Lily with the short hair. Well, that's probably true. But uh, I just, I, I'm trying to think who else and Lost would have even remotely close to Ian Summerholder's followers. That would be it. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. So let's get through this. Uh, we're still on the sideway. Uh, this is where, does anyone, is there a doctor on board? Our hero, he's on board. Uh, so Jack comes along. He's a spinal uh, surgeon. Oh, we, we can't get in. We can't get in the door. Uh, he's been in there for half an hour. What if he's just taking a long poo? <laughs> <laughs> like, at what point in time did they Seven start awake. <laughs> when did they start knocking is what I want to know. Yeah. Uh, this is out of nowhere. Uh, Naveen Andrews, I'll open the door. Yes. Kicks the Zomb- door open. <laughs> Zombie Saeed. What, oh, we needed you for that. Uh, kick the door. And who's in there? It's Charlie's back. Oh. Uh, short hair Charlie doesn't work, I think. Looks a bit strange. He's like goth Charlie. I think uh, Flash Forward was cancelled at this point so they could get Charlie back. <laughs> uh, and we're like, oh, he's doing his drugs. Uh, so Jack uses a pen. Uh, Does anyone have a pen? <laughs> uh, and they managed to save him. And <laughs> I love uh, Lostpedia. 
he, he was his airway was blocked by a baggie of heroin. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite bit is, is the fact that Jack just hands his bag that's been down his throat to Saeed as if say, "Here you go." So I was like, um, "Thanks." Saeed just pockets it. <laughs> I'll need this to get through this season. Um, yeah, and then this is where Charlie is not happy uh, to be to be saved by our hero. Uh, was he trying to kill himself remember, by swallowing the bag? Like, what? That's weird. Yeah, because he swallows it in the real life to just avoid like any charges. Yeah. Uh, but can you kill yourself in the afterlife? <laughs> I mean, maybe you don't move on and you go to hell? I, I don't know. I'll, next time I'm there, I'll check. But is it, I mean, like I'm, like, I'm guessing the reference, the whole, like, I'm supposed to die. Like, ah, we get it. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Because he's actually, Charlie's in a fair bit of these Flash Sideways, isn't he? He's in it a lot more yeah, than... Three or four yeah. episodes. Yeah. That's when what I'm saying. Oh, Paul. I forgot he's in that show. Remember he was in uh, Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to bring back Star Wars? Yeah, it's been a while. It's actually weird to think that we're not getting a Star Wars movie this year. God, it's probably a good thing. Thank God. Uh, But Charlie is handcuffed. Uh, Luckily, there was a marshal on the thing. Uh, And it says, yeah, Desmond is no longer sitting in his row. Uh, And Rose says, oh, I don't know where he was. And this is where we hear the captain from the pilot and also from Star Wars over the thing saying we're arriving soon. Now, is it actually still, what's his face, Greg Grunberg? Is it still him? Same guy, but tell me I'm not wrong. Lapidus was supposed to fly 815. Lapidus mm. is never in the flash sideways ever. Is this not the time where you put Lapidus in? So we're going, oh, why was Lapidus flying the plane? Did we need Greg Grunberg back over Lapidus? <laughs> Well, it's Greg Grunberg. I mean, he's been in Heroes at this point, hasn't he? So he's probably more famous than he ever was back in the day. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. That's actually a very good he point. He just never gets to be in the sideways. He's one of the oh. only characters who never shows up. Does he Poor not Lapidus. die? Maybe he's invincible. <laughs> Let's be honest. Lapidus is invincible. Yeah, he never died. Um, so, but... Also, is there? Uh, you've flown Australia to LA. I've never been to America. Uh, you're times, always yeah. saying this location is not right. Blah, blah, blah. Other times are a little iffy here. In what way? We we leave in the morning from Sydney, and then it seems like it's just no, afternoon in LA. No, it's generally whenever I've flown Australia to LA, you do leave sort of mid to late morning Australian time, and you generally arrive um, morningish. LA time. That's about right. Fair enough. I will say that, um, like I've, I've, I was going to say I've done this flight many times and kind of like uh, looking out the window, it's sort of, it looks okay. But like just pointing it out to ruin the illusion, definitely not LAX. This is definitely Honolulu <laughs> international airport. I've been to both and that is not LAX. <laughs> Finally, Ben says, Oh no, well, that's right. Followed by that's not LA. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is where, oh, my God, we're going to land in Los Angeles. And this is a great scene where the, the music oh, is amazing. You know, is I so cried. Good I love this theme. It's so nice. Yeah, like, 
all the struggles, everything we've been through, and Oceanic 815 lands. Like, this is oh. pretty crazy watching this the first time, thinking it's really emotional. And we have Boone shaking hands. We, oh, come into we do get one more Boone scene. Of course we do. Yeah, just a little. And we've got Charlie off and Rose and Bernard all happy leaving. Uh, Kate in her handcuffs. Uh, have to so say, looking like, at Nadia. Hurley becomes the luckiest man alive. Kate gets pretty gypped in the afterlife. She's still, <laughs> she's still on the run. Yeah, why is Kate still in, like, is it just she's destined to be a prisoner forever? She could create anything. This is her mind. She could have been anything. And why is this Marshall's one job, job in the afterlife to, to, to catch Kate? He's that crappy at his job. Well, because he couldn't do it in the real life. So this he's been carrying this through to death. Like, oh. I feel... But I um, uh, but, but can we just point out with the whole Saeed Nadia thing, which again is even more shittier that he ends up with fucking Shannon in the church. Like, shouldn't he be looking at a picture of Shannon here or something like that? Like, why is he looking at Nadia when you're not even going to be with her in the afterlife? Stupid. Yeah. Everything we've never eaten in this uh, season is crap. Um, but yeah, so we have uh, uh, we have um. All of them leaving. The plane has finally landed. I don't care if it's not LAX. It's a great scene. Uh, and we have such a sweet little moment as, uh, oh, Gummy Joe and Jack have their little moment, uh, which is really sweet. And and then it's a bit sad because we see at the very end, Gummy Joe is in his wheelchair. So we think, oh, he's been on the walkabout, so he must be able to walk in this alternate universe. No, still in the wheelchair. Uh, so they've landed, but he has to wait while everyone gets off and we say goodbye to all the different people uh, and poor gummy joke. The thing that I just, like, love about just the way this works with the music and everything along those lines, it is emotional because, like, and I like the way that they kind of do make it, like, a big deal. Like, this is this is them finally landing. You know, we've had five seasons of torture and pain and yeah, fine. Like this is where like your point about like make the entire first episode about them landing and like not have any, you know, just have this is the entire first episode. Cause imagine how emotional that would be at the end. I'm sure the fans probably would have gotten even more pissed off in part two, but like, <laughs> I just kind of think it's, it just, it's so clever the way they play this music. Cause they could easily just throw this off with just them like, Oh cool. They've landed sweet. But like they make it like, this is an epic moment. Like this, this is a big deal that they have landed. Um, and I love it. I just love it. I love the music. I love the moment when you just see the plane landing and just kind of everything around that. Um, it's great. It's really, really good. And it's just, again, it's why I just, I love this storyline. I love the flash sideways and I just love this episode, the way you see it all. And yes, Boone makes it even better. Yeah, I mean, it's a great setup for the rest of the season that is really emotional, especially with Locke. And, but just the fact that they land, which is why I think make the whole episode like this. Mm. Uh, and then seeing them land and you're thinking, oh, the whole season is going to be us. Uh, what happened in the new timeline? Yeah. Uh, I feel like they almost cut to the island too soon. Um, but this is where, like, I don't hate alternate universe as a plot line because we've had time travel. So why not parallel universe alternate? But this is where I, I so desperate. You're saying you like it because it's like the what if. 
I so desperately want them to do. The characters are exactly the same. Jack is exactly as he was. He doesn't have a son. Uh, Sawyer is still the con man. Hurley is still unlucky. And just show us what would happen if these people who had messed up lives did end up landing and never, and show us how bad their lives ended up being and slowly make them aware that, oh my God, we also had this other timeline. And even though we were, went through hell, we actually grew in that timeline, but this is hell and get them to slowly wake up to that fact. But the fact that, uh, so I'm, I'm with you on that, but I just don't think they delivered on that. I don't like the whole, like, sorry, as a cop. I want to see what happens to Sawyer after he killed an innocent man in Sydney and goes back to America. I, I get it, and I don't disagree, but I, I just, I like, like, there are definitely elements which, yeah, like Jack being a dad and Sawyer being a cop and, like, kind of that's a bit like, you know, because doesn't Sawyer hook up with freaking Charlotte or whatever it is too, which is kind of like, oh, yippee. But, like, I kind of, like, the thing I like about it, though, is that it's kind of, to me, it is like an alternate timeline with a few differences, but then, like, they still connect it to the island. Like, if they do this alternate timeline, how do they connect them all? Like, what what's the purpose of that? Where's the end game with that? You know what I mean? Like, kind of, what, what would they do with that? At least with this, they've got an end game. It's all them in the church, and you're all meant to be because this is, like, the best time in your life and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff which people complain about. But, um... Yeah, I like I I I like that could be a cool idea for like if they ever reboot the show, like let's do alternate Lost where they didn't crash, and this is what happened. And because like I saw a Damon Lindelof thing where he's like, people think the show's called Lost because they're lost on an island. It's not. It's because all the characters are lost. Um, so like you know you could have that and just like this is the alternate universe. This is what could happen. Get them all back. None of them are really doing anything. Yeah, so. We know Matthew Fox is free. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Summer Holder would bring some celebrity cred to the show. Um, He'll bring in the 26 million viewers. I'm seeing here. So on his uh, Instagram page, uh, it literally is like, I make bourbon, and he's got a bourbon company called Brothers Bond Bourbon that has triple the amount of followers as Josh Holloway and Maggie Grace. It's got 1.6 million followers. It's nearly got as many followers as Evangeline Lilly for his bourbon. (laughs) (laughs) Boone's Bourbon. Boone's Bourbon is more That's popular what... than the other actors of Lost. <laughs> we we need uh, some of Boone's Bourbon for our finale recap, oh, I think. Yes. Somebody sort that out for us so we don't have I've, to pay for it. I've done this. Like, I bought Aviation Gin for Ryan Reynolds, so I've done the whole celebrity alcohol thing before, so I'll, I'll gladly you buy it. Ryan Reynolds, so we need to buy it for... Ian Summer. Well, I was trying to get him to officiate my wedding, though. I had to bribe him somehow. Clearly, that worked well, you out could well. Have tried Ian Summer. Oh, would have worked out better. Done. Might have lasted that way. Um, uh, <laughs> please confirm you of legal drinking age. I am Ian Summerholder. Thanks for asking. Does anyone have <laughs> a drink? Visit our store. It's got a. It's got an ingredients here for a hot toddy. If you want to make a hot toddy, oh, I like a hot toddy. Visit our store. Can I buy it in Australia? Um, I can buy barware, wearables, and collectibles. Uh, a Brothers Bond vintage cocktail spoon, only fifteen dollars. There you go. Wow. Now <laughs> that's it. <laughs> we should move on to the island. Uh, do you? We've got two, still two different things going on here, A and B. Uh, do you want to start with Dummy Joe, or do you want to start with Jack messing things up? Um. 
I feel... Oh, no, the Dummy Joe stuff's not as short as I think it is. Um, let's do Jack first, because I think the epic stuff comes with Dummy Joe. So uh, this is where the first thing, and I remember seeing this for the first time, thinking, oh, what is happening? Uh, we have Kate waking up in a tree, uh, <laughs> which I think I remember Evangeline Lily did her own stunts for this episode, so good on you, Evangeline. She, re- she refused to let a stunt person do things. She, she didn't want and to wear it. refused to wear a mask while doing it. Yeah. Uh, but this is now where we're thinking, like, I don't know if you remember watching it. I think I pieced it together pretty quickly, like, oh, this is like a two timeline thing. I don't think I was confused for very long. Um, yeah, I don't fully remember. Um, yeah, I just remember getting excited over the timeline thing. I don't really remember what I thought about, you know, this whole situation. But I'm, I'm sure I'm I'm pretty smart. I'm sure I got it eventually. Uh, but this is where she, they're like, what, what's going on? She's climbing down the good climbing from Evangeline, uh, good climbing acting. Yes, I've seen. <laughs> well, we didn't see Jorge do any climbing acting. Better, better not as good as uh, Sam Neill in Jurassic Park and uh, Joseph Mazzello climbing out of that tree, but uh, Evangeline Lilly up there, literally. Top three. Uh, <laughs> this is where she's all muffled and she's like, what's going on? And we get a bit of miles. Uh, her, her ears are ring, ringing um, or his ears are ringing. Oh, I love this editing. It's cool the way they do that. This is where she sees the the where the swan should have been, and it's all nighttime at this point. Uh, and this is where Kate's like, "No, we're back in two thousand seven, which I mean, a pretty big, uh, <laughs> pretty big leap of logic and judgment from Kate there. But I mean, it helps for the viewers, I guess. But like, I can smell computers. We're in two thousand seven. <laughs> What's that? Nickelback are somewhere out That's- there. I can feel it. Yeah, it's like, you know, good on you, Kate. Uh, but at this point, like, I, there's so much in this episode where they're like, these characters have been through so much, they're no longer shocked about anything. Like, when Hurley's like, Jin, did you meet some French people? <laughs> Jin doesn't even question it. He's just like, yeah, yeah, that was me. Well, I mean, again, uh, they did just kind of carry a nuclear bomb halfway around an island and set it off and survived. So, yeah, I think, you know. But yeah, it's good. It's cool to be at the crater, though. Like the set, like that they've made out here, is yeah. really cool. Uh, and this is great, where we have Jack and Sawyer, and uh, oh, I love this when S- he deserves more than three hundred thousand followers because uh, Josh Holloway does a great job in this episode. When he um, kicks our hero into the pit, furious and kicks Jack. Like, there's no way Jack's not having hundred broken bones. He falls into like this huge pit. I laugh so hard. He's like, uh, he's watching it now. <laughs> well, it's so good when he's saying like, you were wrong. Uh, and, also props to Matthew Fox because his acting is so good in this episode because you can tell Everyone's he is. knows his role. And I think Jack kind of carries this for the rest of the season. He knows he messed up, but he knows his role. Uh, they they didn't reset the time. They're still in 2007. And essentially all that's happened is he got Juliet killed. Uh, other than that, they could have just Twice. lived out their lives in the 70s. So now they're back and... Jack has pretty much messed up everything. Uh, so I, I, I love this, like, you were wrong. 
I um yeah no I'm I'm with you and um I think everyone's really good at acting in this. Um, I mean they're lost, you know. Well, yeah, true. Uh, I mean him laying there silently is pretty good, uh, <laughs> you know. But um, the one thing that I completely forgot. So I messaged you when we did our last episode. I'm like, oh, we didn't eulogize Juliet, and you're like. Well, she kind of comes back next episode. And I completely forgot that she's not dead dead. Like, why? Why do they do this? I don't get it. Like, it's just so she can have a final scene with... So didn't we get a nice little final scene with her, like, falling down the thing? I thought that was good enough. Like, do we really need this again? Yeah, like, this is where they hear Juliet and they, they try and rescue it. To me, this takes away from Juliet's death. Because that... Yeah that's like our number one moment from last season. And it was such a big thing that did we need a, uh, a Juliet Sawyer goodbye? Like, I don't think we did. It takes away from the emotion of the, and they do a good job, both of them, but, and apparently, uh, apparently behind the scenes, they filmed this scene. They got her down. She was busy with V. When are they going to bring back V? <laughs> Young V. What um, was wasn't that the name of the girl that writes the inspirational quote? <laughs> yeah, probably. No, that was Z. 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 Oh, that's Z. the sequel. Often confused. Yes, it is. <laughs> they got her down for one day uh, when she was doing V, but then I think like the tapes messed up or something. So they went through all this emotional goodbye scene. They had to film it twice in wow. two different like. How do you mess time. the tapes up in 2010? Jeez, get your shit together, oh, ABC. Did you see those graphics? <laughs> uh, True. They spent all the money on those graphics. They were getting, like, <laughs> long play chicken feed $2 VHSs. Uh, when are they going to bring back chicken feed? To me, it, <laughs> that I do want to see back. I know. Too soon, Ben. Too soon. Uh but, yeah, it, to me, it, it just takes away, like, it is an emotional scene, but it's not good enough to warrant bringing her back. It really takes away from the sort of, and it's just a bit sad, like, hearing her voice under all the rubble and, like, and that they're trying to get her out. And I don't know, it is it is emotional, but at the same time, like, when he's holding her and he's like, she's saying, kiss me, I want, I, I just want Sawyer to be like, uh, no, you're all bloody. Like, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Like, I'm not kissing you. Like, no, you're so unromantic. It's like, oh, missing you from the toilet. Oh, <laughs> you just had a shit and somebody's dying. Oh, you're bloody. I don't want to kiss a half-dead person. It's the love of your life, Noah. Like, who's, like, I don't know who the and love then- of your life is. What's a face uh, from from No Time to Die, Anna Darmus? Like, if she's dying in your eyes, <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't miss her unless if she went to the tournament. No, uh, I'd go with her. Uh, yeah, it's emotional, but it's and I this is nitpicking, but I hate where he says you got a blondie and then like kisses her. It just takes me out of the moment a bit. Uh, so yeah, it's nice she came back, but she's going to come back in the sideways anyway. So I'm saying we didn't need this. I 100% agree. And I love Elizabeth Mitchell. I love Juliet. Um, but it's just, it is. It like the the more emotional scene is her getting sucked down the hole with the, the hand bit with Sawyer and, and her. And then the bit where she's blowing up there. Come on, come on. Boom. 
Like that that's it. That's all you need. Like if that's her death, then that's fucking memorable. Like this would be like if they bring Charlie back like he floating to the surface after not Penny's boat and all of a sudden he's got a couple of last breaths go <laughs> Tell Claire I love her. Like you've taken away from your scene. Like it's just it's it's dumb. Um and it's like even the whole bit where she's like I've got something to tell you. I always thought, because I think you mentioned something about last episode, didn't you, about like, oh, maybe she's pregnant. Like, I always thought that this was like the, she's pregnant, you know, but like, it's nothing, isn't it? Like, isn't it the whole, what is, because Miles says it in the next episode, doesn't he? I, yeah, I think he he says it worked, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, yeah. I'm taking it as that she's half dead and she's kind of crossed over to the sideways world and she's right. seen like the church and the, that's my interpretation. Where she's it. with Jack and not with Sawyer. <laughs> my point I've exactly. To, I've got something to tell you. Jack, Jack has a bigger dick. Yeah. <laughs> Think alike, Noah Groves. That's how, that's how far this show has devolved. Now, Let, I'm, now I'm quoting lines the same as Ben. But but let's be honest, Sawyer has a bigger dick than Jack. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Sawyer's. There's a reason why he's that confident. Um, he's packing. He got his Sawyer, Locke, and yep. then near the bottom... Jack, and then at the bottom, Boone. Oh, Boone's at least fourth. Come on. <laughs> Hurley, surprisingly large dong. Yeah, you wouldn't expect it. But, you wouldn't. You uh, would think big guy, little dick. But actually, Hurley does all right in the dick department. Yeah, bigger than Boone. Yeah. Claire, huge penis. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we should eulogise Juliet because we didn't last to Look. I've come around a bit. Yay. A bit. A bit. <laughs> Yay. Because uh, I've always found her smug and annoying, uh, and I don't like what they do with her in season three, how Jack's just all over her. Like, she's coming to the camp. Don't you dare say a bad word about Julia when she's basically the enemy. Uh, but she does have a very tragic story, and she is a good actress. I still think she's the character is smug at times. But... Even though I'm coming around, watching season five, they really did drop the ball with her, uh, or drop the bomb with her. Like by season five, after all the Sawyer stuff, she's just there in the background. She has a few lines where she's like, "I don't care," but she gets nothing to do towards the end. So she was a complex, interesting character. But then they're tacking on like this awkward flashback where she's a tiny kid in the middle of a finale and. She just has nothing to do. So in some ways, I almost think they could have just kept her towards to, to the end and let her get off the island. But her death is easily one of the best of the show. Uh, and, yeah, I've come around and I like the Sawyer Juliet stuff more than you do, but she's still not one of my favourite characters. I think they dropped the ball with her for the, the, her last season. I, I'm with you. I think it would have been nice if she was one of the ones like, like she's, I mean, everyone in Lost has a tragic story, but hers would have, I don't know. Like she was just always so desperate to get off the Island, even sort of when they get off the sub and she's staring at the, they're on the little dinghy. And I don't know, like it just kind of feels right that Juliet was one that could finally leave. Um, but I've always liked Juliet. She's just such a, I don't know, laid mysterious character. Cause like so much of it, you're thinking, is she evil? Is she good? Is she evil? Is she good? And even when you like, she's good, she's still kind of evil, but then even when she's evil, she's still kind of good. You just, you never know. 
Um, and I think Elizabeth Mitchell just does such a great job in like selling this. Like she's so good. Even even like those last episodes as you were saying, when she was just kind of zombie Juliet and kind of just not really involved, she's still like the difference between her and Naveen Andrews is Elizabeth Mitchell is still trying. She still like makes you believe that she's had two or three scenes, but she's still great in them. Um I've always liked her. I've always liked her character. Um She's one of my like weird favorites, and I I don't know what generally people think of Juliet. Is she a liked character? Is she a, a not liked character? I, I, I like her. they do okay, but I mean like having said that, I like Kate, and you're not a big Kate fan. Like I, I seem to the majority I, of all the female characters. I mean even Claire's a pain in the ass, but I mean I. I don't think I really hate Claire. Like Claire's just Claire. About her say that you're you're like the biggest slanderer of Claire in the history of Lost. <laughs> yes, fandom. I Claire, I, dumb bitch. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, but I am the defender of Claire. But outside of Claire, um, what's the face? Nikki, probably. Charlotte. Oh yeah, okay, Charlotte. No, I mean they suck. Um, okay, maybe there's more women I hate than I think. But like, um, <laughs> but I like I like Rose. Um. <laughs> Who else is there? Uh, I'm the defender of Anna Lucia. I'm the only uh, defender. Of I, well, Lucia. I never like. I'm not a huge fan. I will say that I came around a bit more on her than I usually do, but I'm still not huge on Anna Lucia. Shannon, Shannon's fine. Like Shannon, we like Shannon. We're the podcast yeah. that defends Shannon and Boo. Uh, well, yeah, of course. Uh, Penny, great. Oz Networks. Penny, uh, Sonia Walga, uh, Libby. Libby's cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Now you get to naming female characters. I'm trying to think of all the female. What was um stupid face? What's her name? Um Michael's ex-wife, dumb molehead. Oh boo! She's the worst. But anyway, Juliet. Like if I ranked the females of Lost, she's probably my top two or three. Like I really love Juliet. So, um yeah, it's sad to kind of see her go. But as you said, we're gonna get a fair bit of her still to come in the flash sideways, right? And she's with Sawyer in the afterlife, right? Like in the church yep. i'm not yeah boo because jack's with kate right spoiler other way around you got that wrong lindelof come on elizabeth mitchell good actor same character every time uh i mean have you seen the santa claus two and three no don't <laughs> <laughs> she's not good oh i mean she's, she's probably the best thing about those two movies they suck well she's not the same in the santa claus two and three i don't know what else has she been in besides v she oh god what was it like all the power goes out oh what was it called it was all so bad power goes out oh, that great famous show where all the power goes the where there's no power anymore and uh mark pellegrino was in it too oh, oh actually god, i weirdly think bad. i know what you're talking about god it was so bad she was like the yeah. main character um it was like one of those under the dome type shows right yeah it was so bad Oh, she was in ER. I actually do re- weirdly remember her in ER for a little bit, like before Lost. Um, she was in JAG. Ooh, of course she was. Which uh, which Law and Order was she in? Uh, SVU, of course. There you go. Um, actually, she was in Law and Order SVU twice as two different characters. She's that good. Uh, recently appeared in The Good Doctor. I watched like a season of that. God, that was a torturous show. Um, and Outer Banks. What's that show? Looks shit. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth Mitchell Oz, not coming soon. Oh, she's done stage work. She was in A Midsummer Night's Dream. Good for her. Yeah, but we'll, we'll see plenty of Juliet coming. Oh, she, so. won a, 
She actually won an award for Lost. She won the Saturn Award for Best Supporting Actress for Lost. There you go. Yeah. She's all right. Yeah. Uh, I do like, what is it when they're like trying to throw the things off and so Jack's like, we have to do something. And what does Sawyer say? Like, what, do you have another atomic bomb over yeah. there? Or... <laughs> you got him. Um, uh, is it Revolution is the show you're talking about? That was it, Revolution. It was so bad. Post-apocalyptic uh, show. Meanwhile, we have... Esposito was in it. Yeah. We have uh, Jin and Sawyer. I mean, Jin and Hurley. I do like when they, they can hear something. Hurley has the gun and he's saying, like, who is there? I've got a gun and I know how to use it. <laughs> um, and then someone's there. So he's, oh, what's going on? Ooh, it's Jacob. I uh, like this bit. It's, why can I see you? Well, I died uh, a year ago, oh, 10 minutes ago. Uh, and this is where he's saying, do you still have the uh, guitar case? Which is uh, a bit iffy, this guitar case, that if we tracked everything that happened in season five, pretty sure Hurley did not have the guitar case, but I'm willing to forgive it, but a bit iffy. That's a good point, uh, actually. Uh, and this is where he says, like, Ask Jin about where he went with the French people and go there. Uh, so, okay. Uh, so, meanwhile, Naveen Andrews is dying. Uh, How is he still alive? Like, he's gotten shot in the stomach. He's like, this is how long has passed now? And he's just slowly bleeding out. Like, I'm not a doctor, but he's dead. This is where, like, I know we joke about Saeed and everything, but. I've already come up with five different times when he should have left the show, but I'm saying kill him off in the premiere of season six. Cause that sets the tone of, Oh, Agree. nobody is safe. If we're killing off one of the biggest characters in the very first episode, yep. then anyone could die at any point rather than having him throw the bomb with uh, sun and Jin, kill him off now and be like, shit, this season's going to be intense. But why, why do they keep him around? Like, what is the purpose of him besides being a literal epitome of a Arab suicide bomber? Like, it's kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, so, unfortunately, he lives. But this is where Jack's there and he can't fix him. Uh, he's going to die. And then I love this Hurley moment because this is foreshadowing of who he will become. But mm. Hurley's saying, like, you can't fix him. This time you got to trust me. Uh so Jacob told me, and I'm going to be the one to help Saeed because you can't do it. Uh, so that's it for them. But that's a great little Hurley. Like, all right, Hurley's taking charge now. Jack, Jack's messed everything up. He's killed Juliet. He can't save Saeed. So now it's up to Hurley. I like the Jack um, nod, like the little nod that he gives him where it's kind of like, because, I mean, Jack season one's not going to be doing this. Like, damn it, Hurley, I'm a doctor, and I say you can't fix him. Hurley, get out of the way. Get out of the way. Have some food, Froget. Like, but, like, now he just literally looks at him and just like, Okay, fair enough. That's an inspirational yeah. quote by Jack. It's a nod. <laughs> the Jack face. Uh, <laughs> so then, then we move over back to uh, now we're all caught up, 2007. Everyone's in the same time, thank God. Uh, but we're back with who, the people who are already here. Uh, so conveniently, they got dropped off at the same time as this is happening. Um, <laughs> it's, it's funny how it works. Jacob's a nice yeah. guy. Uh, 
So this is where we we pick up if we remember that uh, Ben had killed Jacob uh, and we're in there. Can we just say a round of applause to Terry O'Quinn? You don't even think it's Terry O'Quinn. He does that good of a job. You forget that Terry is in the show still. I actually, I legitimately picture him as, what's his face, Titus, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know, like, if they knew the full storyline and who he's meant to be, but, like, is that weird? Like, I legitimately, like, almost see him as, like, you know, like, a body swap comedy, like Freaky Friday or something like that, right? Where, like, good movie. Um, but, like, you know, kind of when you see Lindsay Lohan, you're kind of picturing her as Jamie Lee Curtis, and Jamie Lee Curtis, you're kind of picturing her as Lindsay Lohan. Like, I, I almost picture, like, just Terry O'Quinn being Titus Wellover, whatever his name is here. Like, I just, yeah, I think it's really cool. Jamie Lee Curtis would have been great and lost. Oh, she would be, actually. She, she should have been Lucy. Good call. I love. Where's, bring back Jamie Lee Curtis. Bring what back, happened? To where him? are they going to bring back Jamie Lee Curtis? The the weird thing, like Jamie Lee Curtis, very attractive woman, right? But like, as soon as she cut her hair, she looked like my mum. So like, no, that went out the window. Short hair. But like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But like, in whenever I watch True Lies, I just can't get turned on in that scene when she strips around with short hair because I'm like, that's my mum. Jamie Lee Curtis got hotter in the old age, I think. Well, see, I can't see it. I'm sorry. I can't. Did you ever watch Scream Queens? No. The, the, no, uh, you're Noah. Colin and I want to do a recap of that. It only lasts for two seasons. But, like, that's oh, that's a great show. It's if, weird. If it's I can only watch one of your dumb shows, should it be Young Sheldon or The Scream Queens? Scream Queens, because it's got um, it's got Emma Roberts in it, Abigail Breslin, uh, Billy Lord. Emily DeRaven. John Stamos, very attractive cast. <laughs> I, I do like Billy Lord. Does it oh. does it have the girl from the American Horror Story that we like? Yeah, I think she. Uh, the, I like her too. Oh, I think she because it's, it's a it's a Ryan Murphy show, if I'm not mistaken. So I think um I, I think oh what is her name? She's she's hot. Does it have Emily DeRaven? Uh, sadly, no Emily DeRaven, but um, has that SBS Emily show? So have, you, have you been Googling your Emily DeRaven news? No. Does it have What's-A-Face in it from Thingo? I think it does. I want to say it does. Uh, it's got oh, it's got Skylar Samuels in it. The. Um, Taylor Lutner, if you like your sexy buff, what was he, a werewolf? Kirsty Alley's in it? Come on, get on board, <laughs> Kirsty Alley. It's actually a really good show. You'd like it. Leah Michelle yeah. from Glee? <laughs> Come on. Well, it does sound better than Young Sheldon. Yeah, Young, uh, young Sheldon. Yeah. Not as good as a Big Bang Theory, but weirdly entertaining. I'm gonna, you keep Emily talking. DeRaven I'm going to find it. On Young Sheldon. I've Googled Emily DeRaven, and the first thing that comes up is 25 actors whose pregnancies were hidden on screen instead of making their characters pregnant too. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> exact reaction. Hmm. Lock or fake lock or man in black or dummy Joe tells Ben to go in and get Richard. Uh, says, oh, okay. So then we have a ladder and Bram like, let us in. Ugh. We want to go. I do I'm like glad Richard. He dies. I like Richard where he's like, what are you going to, I'm going to let you in just because you said something about the shadow of the statue. That means you get to come in. Uh, I like that. He's like, no one goes and sees uh, J- uh, Jacob. But they're saying, well, we were summoned here by him. Uh, this is where Ben comes out and says, well, Locke wants to speak with you. Uh, and then 
he what's he, he's like saying i killed jacob and then richard's like just stop joking around ben i've known you for 30 years he's like i'm not joking and this is where he shows Locke's corpse uh, oh, i love richard here richard's so cool he's like evil richard shoving him on the ground like go nesta yeah I'm like buff buff richard he's been working out for the last 880 years uh <laughs> Yeah, good Richard episode. Not the best Michael Emerson, but of course, worse. Oh. The worst Michael Emerson is still better than I, m- most people. So the moment when uh, he sees Locke's body and he just that look on his face good. alone—that's epic. But then this is where Bram's like, "All right, Ugh. Ben, we're coming back." And Richard, no, don't go in. Uh, here we go. So inside the statue, Bram is with Burnett, Wolf, <laughs> and Salinger. Oh, Salinger, there he is. I've been waiting 100 how many how many episodes do we get to Salinger there, finally. Where was he in the Flash Sideways? Yeah. When's Salinger uh, coming? Young Salinger. Burnett was in eight episodes. What? Who? Who's Burnett? <laughs> Wolf was in nine episodes. Wait, are these just lackeys in the background that literally say nothing until they get killed by the smoke monster? Uh, Salinger was in ten episodes. <laughs> In more this episodes even, than Boone. This isn't even Salinger's last episode. He comes oh. back in the substitute. Salinger uh, theories. Trivia actor Wayne Nunes also appeared in the background as Prisoner 259 in Every Man for Himself. Ah. Oh. I love the photo of him on Lostpedia. These, these characters have been in more than Boone has. Wow. Oh, and their names were revealed in a deleted scene. Oh. Killed by well, MIB, the man in black. Oh, I get it. We'll, we'll eulogize them for sure. Um, so this is where they go in, and this is a great sequence. Will it make top five? Probably not, but I'm going to hazard a guess that maybe you at least wrote it down as a note. I, I, I was about to say, like, I should have, but I actually did because I fucking love this scene. Dropping the ball. Six seasons in. I know. Uh, you would have thought I put the um, Boone scene in. but um, Actually, fuck, I'm marking that down. Boone, top <laughs> five. Well, I've literally written that. in big capital letters on my page, Boone! <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I was excited. Uh, but this is where they're like, well, Jacob's dead, and they show the body of what's going on. Uh, and this is where they try and kill Locke, but, like, nothing's happening, just the bullets, like, flying off. Uh, and they're like, what's going on? And then Locke just oh. walks off, or Dummy Joe walks off, and then maybe the monster's best scene. Oh, like this fucking scene. freaky. It's actually it's just, literally freaky. The monster inside the temple just absolutely messing shit up. Like, everything's gone to shit. Burnett dead, Wolf dead, Salinger dead, throwing Rip. people across, like... Uh, I think they used all the budget on the monster. And yeah, that's how they should have. Uh, this is great. Like, just out of nowhere, the monster and Ben's fine the whole time. Great uh, and then I Michael love... Emerson too. Yeah, I mean, just so good, so creepy, I agree. Um, and then I hate Bram, but I love this scene where he's got the ash. He's like, shit, get the ash. And he's putting the ash. Like, I don't need an answer for the ash. I'm fine. Like, he can't get through Ash. I'm fine with that, whatever. Uh, so he's, like, making the circle and, like, mm, smart lock. It's like, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. They're, like, 
like the pillar to knock him out of the circle, yeah. which is like badass monster. Like badass of the week goes to the monster. Like flings <laughs> Bram around up against the thing. Like yeah, the the ash protects him, but uh, but like. The, that doesn't protect him from being flung out of the ash. Like <laughs> the monster going to everything to shit and just probably the monster's best scene. Um, yeah. It's creepy. It's epic. It's scary. Um, and I just remember watching it the first time. Like, oh my God, all these characters just gone. Uh, and then we have dummy Joe coming out and such a great line. Sorry. You had to see me like that. Dun, Oof. Dun, dun. Oof. Uh, which is like, confirmation we know uh what the monster is now uh but that leads to a lot of other questions um yeah so good are we gonna eulogize bram he's annoying fuck bram um <laughs> he's annoying the actor rum is annoying. better but or boone's rum yeah is that bram? <laughs> hey yeah there you go <laughs> um but I, I, I just wish we got a bit more answers from Bram. Like he was working with Jacob. How does he know Jacob? Why was he getting miles in the car? Like, I feel like there was some intrigue, even though the character sucks, but we just got nothing. But his death is memorable. I, I nothing him. I literally nothing him. He's like, he's annoying. And like last season when we talked about him and you mentioned that he comes back next season. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Like that he, yeah, I mean, one episode, but whatever. But like, yeah, he just, he's literally nothing. And this is, a, as I keep saying, the Al Jazeera people are just nothing to me. I just really don't give a shit about any of them. I'm just glad that we get more Lapitas. Um, and we did get a nice little Lapita sun scene here, didn't we? Like they said, <laughs> zombie sun. Uh, she's not really doing much at the moment. Poor old son. Um, I just love this scene. I remember watching this for the first time too and just being like blown away. I don't think I ever knew that he was a smoke monster. I don't even think it crossed my mind. Um, no. Even like when we had it, didn't we have it last season in the temple at a moment when he disappeared and we saw the smoke monster, but then Locke came back and I was like, okay, well that makes sense now. But um, I just, I just love it. And like, I love that. Like you talk about Michael Emerson not really doing much, but like just him in this scene when he's like so panicked and that moment when you got the camera behind him and he kind of slowly turns around and fucking Locke's just standing there. And the, you know the line. It's just it's it's so great. But I I also love like at the beginning of this sequence when like Ben walks in, and Locke's just like, uh, what does he say? Like, oh, Richard's not with me. Then who's that with you? Like just kind of the way he does it. And I love it when they start shooting him, and Locke's just like, oh, and then he just like runs away. Um, resilient Locke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but oh, uh, it's just so good. I I've marked it down for top five. But um, yeah, it's epic. Best monster scene by far. And it's just the creepy thing is, it's like when they're kind of there and they're staring at the door and you hear that click, 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 and then you just see it come around the corner. Like, it's nightmarish. It's fucking freaky. And we we talked about uh, killing Saeed off to set the scene. This is a, a good, in a sort of meta way, that this is episode one and, oh, bang, we've got a big answer right off the bat. Yeah. So we know this season, okay, now they're going to give us some answers to some of this stuff. And I also think, too, this is probably the first time I ever actually saw the smoke monster as a monster, if that makes sense. Because I, I I think we talked about it when we got the reveal of the smoke, that, like, I was disappointed. I'm like, that's it? Like, that's this monster? Like, it's smoke? Huh? Like, I don't think I ever got it. And, like, I know we've kind of seen 
the smoke monster do things and kind of throw people around before. But like, I think this was the first time that I finally was like, okay, I see how this is a monster. Like I get it now. Like it, it kind of, it makes more sense. Maybe it's just the tight, the enclosed space or something along those lines. But, um, Oh, it's, it's epic. And just again, the silence, like there's no music is there. Like it's just kind of, it just, it works so well. Were you like me watching season six week to week, waiting to see when they were going to actually show him transform into, and they never did, but based on the graphics of the first scene, probably the best. I'm glad they didn't. Um, (laughs) I think that, you know, I mean, the weird scene that came to mind, I don't think you've ever seen it, but um, Spider-Man 3 when um, Sandman, like, turns from Thomas Hayden Church into Sam, like, that looks pretty cool. Um, but, I mean, that's a $200, $300 million blockbuster movie. This is lost and generally good budget, but, like, as we saw in this episode, obviously the budget doesn't work out too well. So, I mean, I saw that polar bear. Uh, like, I don't want to see old gummy Joe turn into, like, the Scorpion King from The Mummy Returns. What, what do you recommend I watch out of Young Sheldon or Spider-Man 3? Spider-Man 3. Uh, <laughs> probably a very unpopular opinion. Colin's screaming at the speakers right now because he hates Spider-Man 3. Uh, I just or re-listened. Big Young Sheldon fan. I just re-listened to all of our Spider-Man episodes from back in 2017 in the lead up to the new Spider-Man, which I think by the time of listening to this, it's already out. But um, are you a Spider-Man oh, fan, Noah? Uh, I'm done with the Marvel crap. I'm done. Okay, all right. What about DC? Are you going to join us on Team DC? I don't think I've seen a DC movie since, like, Catwoman. (laughs) You saw Catwoman? (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess we covered it here on the Oz Network download now. Um, No, DC, much better. I'm just over the superhero crap. I'd rather watch Lost. (laughs) Uh, Imagine Locke as a superhero. Who would Locke be? Ant-Man. Smoke Man? Yeah, Smoke smoke Man, true. Yep. Uh. So that's it for part one of Lax. Um, <laughs> we'll say we saved the trivia for next week because this is a two-parter, so there'll be plenty of trivia for both episodes. Um, but, yeah, uh, a lot going on to get us kicked off for season six. Uh, but let's do the questions and answers because I feel like we've got quite a few questions and we've got some answers this week. Well, I feel we'll do the questions first because um, I'll go through it. So the first one you said was, what is Jack's cut, right? Yeah. What why, why does he have the cut on his neck? Why does Jack have the cut on his neck? Uh, okay. What the hell is going on with the flash sideways? What is the deal with... The- yeah, what is the sideways? Flash sideways. Because um, I guess you've got so many separate questions in that, right? Like, why is yeah. Desmond on the flight? Why is Hurley lucky? Why has Jack got longer hair? Why uh, can't Kate use a four? Yeah. <laughs> How did she eat her lasagna? Can I actually put that? How did Kate eat her lasagna? Uh, is I lasagna... I, I should write them down. Why don't I write them down? Worse than oh. pasta bake. So we, we got the answer, but uh, how did how did Man in Black become the smoke moth? Uh, yep. How so in true last uh, fashion, we got an answer, but that made a new question. So we didn't tick really anything off. Well, hang on. Do we know he's the Man in Black, though? Right now, we don't know. Shouldn't it be how did Locke become the smoke? Because we still don't know it's the Man in Black. Uh, Do we? 
Do we, we don't know the man in black is a smoke monster. We don't. No, I would say we know because of the scene where he says, one day I'm going to find a loophole, and then we cut forward and he gets Ben to kill. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. Smart people work that out, but I'm dumb. I don't think I ever realised that this was the same guy. If you think dumb people don't know yet, then we won't take it I, off. I honestly think you would put how did Locke become okay. the smoke monster? Uh, so, okay, so any more questions? Oh, God. I think that's everything I thought of. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Um, okay, so just looking at last week, who is old dummy Joe? I guess he's answered, the smoke monster. Or is that... Contradicting no, we're not putting the man in black, then we're not doing okay, that one. Okay, touche, touche. Who is coming to see Locke and Ben? Uh, no. Um, who broke oh, the... The big one is going to be back in season one or season two or season three is what is the what monster? Is the mo- very first episode season one episode one what is <laughs> oh, the monster not okay. only did we get boom back but we answered a question from the pine and that's that's the last one from that episode there you go we do not have any questions uh left from that episode oh we've grown yeah, we as a podcast. uh why is a polar bear there that a christian's body i don't know okay i feel like that's the only answer is the smoke monster yeah I feel like we've, um, yeah, we went over this last episode, didn't we? So I feel like this is a waste of time. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, who is Jacob? We still don't know, do we? Um, yeah, okay. That's All right. It. What are you going to do with this episode? I'm going to shove it up your bum. Um, <laughs> it's taken me a hundred and something episodes to say that, apparently. Sure. Um, Definitely buying this. I think it's a great episode. I, I actually really, really like this episode. Um, and I was watching it and I just did not want it to end. And then I watched part two and I'm like, yeah, that was still good. But like part one shits all over part two in my mind, even though part two is pretty good. Um, the Hollywood Reporter ranks this as the 40th best episode of Lost, but that's obviously both of them combined. So uh, just putting that out. I have ranked this, Noah Groves, at number 13. Oh, my God, no. I have put it at number 13. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy this episode. I really do. Uh, I've it's got this fire. I've got this below Do No Harm and a one spot ahead of Tabula Rasa. So there you go. Ah, oh, the old days of season one episodes. Yeah, I mean, I'm buying it for 13. That almost <laughs> makes me want to rent it. Uh, bring down the Ooh, average. Sassy, sassy Noah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's got everything you want for a premiere. I'm going to be binning a lot of these season six ones or low renting them, uh, but the premieres always kick off the mystery and bring us back to all of our characters. So there's, there's enough going on here, and that ending scene is great. So, yeah, it's definitely a buy from me. Uh, but yeah, that that's it. We're back, season six. Uh, part two is going to be coming, uh, so you can jump Today. straight over to part two uh, and hear our thoughts on the second half of this episode, which really it's one episode. Uh, so th- that was a lot of fun. We're now on the downward spiral. This is the end game, the end run. Uh, we're near the end, literally the episode, the end. Uh, so make sure to 
head over to our next part and listen to what we have to say on that. But if you're not uh, heading straight over, I would say in the meantime, my name is Noah. And if this podcast goes down, I'm not sticking with you, Ben. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and my name is Ben. And oi, have a clockety clock day, mate. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at the Oz network.net thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you next time like exclusive stuff yes sir do you like having access to your favorite podcast hosts in a way like never before yeah absolutely do you wish you had access to our old survivor oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online oh yeah if you answered yes to one two or all of those questions then get excited because the oz network is now on patreon That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. (laughs)